Avengers Age of Ultron. It will do gangbusters in its opening weekend, but is it a better movie than the original? I'm Mike. And I'm Darren. And this is Popscorn. School in the Fallon Entertainment Movie Review Podcast, and we are finally going to be taking a look at Avengers Age of Ultron. Now, again, once again, this has been released early in the UK uh, for reasons. Uh, for some reason, the Americans, they're literally their biggest audience, get it last. I think I know what it is. Go on. My suspicion is they're going to want to try and crack down on piracy, and it's going to be a lot easier to figure out where pirate copies are coming from in UK than it will be in America, because obviously it's like, what, 40 times bigger than their country, so... My suspect, my, that's my suspicion anyway, is they give it a week, there's like an effort to combat pirates, if they can take down one big ring, then it's all worth it. Yeah, I suppose that's one way of looking at it. Uh, so yeah, so this movie opened, um, well we, we were both there, on the midnight opening, 23rd of April. Separate ones. Separate ones, yes, yeah. Um, there's but, quite a lot of midnights uh, across, across uh, the How was the attendance at yours? Um, I, would, I don't know whether I'd say fairly low because it wasn't exactly packed out, but mm. more than I was expecting, which was pretty good. Right, ours was about. See, we, I did the the full on marathon of Avengers, uh, Winter Soldier, and then uh, Age of Ultron at the end, and the the marathon bit. Not it was. I'd say it's about a third full the screen. It was one of the bigger screens, so it kind of showed up a bit more, and then a fair few more. In. But apparently it's not done amazingly at Warsaw uh, last night. Oh. I don't know whether people just suspect that it's coming out on a Friday because that's the traditional uh, day for new movies to come out. But yeah, I uh, talked to some of my old uh, showcase colleagues last night and said it wasn't amazing. It didn't match up to Fast and Furious' first day, which makes me very sad. Yeah, that does um, make me quite sad. But that's, that's already made a billion dollars in 17 days. Fast and Furious? Yeah. Bloody hell. Yeah. Um, what has Avengers done in the space of its, oh, I say opening weekend, it's not even hit its first weekend, but it's already done they, seven, se- is it seven million I, internationally? I, I know. I think it's seven million internationally, so right. it's yet to get over to the, the US market where it's going to go gangbusters. I don't think it's opened in some of the films, in some of the films, in some of the countries it's filmed in, like... South Africa. South Africa, uh, South, uh, South Korea, China, I don't think it's right. quite yet come out, but certainly European audiences have garnered it 7 million which is pretty good mm-hmm. for not full international release what isn't so good uh, are some aspects of the movie yeah um, you may tell from a lack of overwhelming enthusiasm straight off the bat that whilst we both envisioned that we would be like Ugh, it's kind of like a like a knowing nod of a movie of yeah. like well the thing I keep going back to in my in my written review and everybody that's asked my opinion is it's good. I'm not not saying it's a bad movie. It's good, but it's not great. I think I can sum it up in two different ways. <clears throat> on. One, uh, this movie is kind of like the ultimate baby. So, so like, the what? Baby. Not the ultimate baby. The ultimate the baby. baby. Not the ultimate baby. It's the way of showing that we as comic book fans will mm-hmm. probably never truly be happy after the original Avengers and after the kind of like the wondrous moment that that was. Yeah. It's probably never going to recapture that magic again. Which is a shame. That's depressing. Um, I, I know. Talk about it. It's depressing. Right. The other way I'm looking at it is it tried to be... Apparently, this it took a lot of cues for Empire Strikes Back. 
And this film definitely feels like a middle child to what's coming in Infinity War. Right. See, I, I, I heard all the way through we were getting, it's the Empire Strikes Back, it's the Empire Strikes Back. Now, that implies darkness, that implies bigger stakes, that implies tragedy. I don't think it was that. No. I, I, I suspect they may have set out to do that, but then the swift hand of Disney has been through the movie. And that's all but gone. I know, there were some moments of, of quite deep darkness, but none of that ever came from Ultron. And I, Can we I, save Ultron for just a we'll minute? We'll save Ultron for a minute. Because yeah. I, I, I don't want to talk about him, but... See, I think the first movie beats it for terms of, like, high stakes and feeling like, you know... There was a lot of... Especially that second act, after the helicarrier attack, the the comedy's still there in bits and pieces, but it's dialed down a lot. It's very much a serious talent takes over the second half of that movie. I never really felt that kind of... Well, there's a greater sense switch. of hopelessness because the team isn't fully formed in the original no. Avengers until the final act. Mm-hmm. Whereas from minute one of this movie... The Avengers are a well-oiled yeah. international takedown machine, which is good, that's fine, mm-hmm. but nothing is ever really done to disassemble them because we know what's coming. You never really feel like anybody's in all that much jeopardy. No, definitely You're pretty not. sure... Now, that could be just us knowing what's coming in the future. We're pretty sure which one of the players is going to get out alive. We were wrong on the death, by the way. Oh, God, we were. Um, we'll get into spoiler territory we'll later that. on. But that we might be a wrong. bit of a spoiler already that a death happens. But uh, you could have probably it's a Joss a Whedon death. film. Yeah, a death was going to happen. But I was—I called it completely wrong. Um, I called it wrong twice. That's how I bad called it, was. it wrong about three times during the movie. Of like, oh, yeah. he's he's screwed, or oh, she's screwed. But no. Um, okay, let let's let's go on a one-on-one basis. Let's just okay. break down the characters. I think because sure. um, they're going um, right from the first shot of the movie. The thing that was most apparent to me was that Iron Man three completely pointless. Yeah, Iron Man 3 may as well not have happened. The end of that movie implied that Tony Stark was going to be need to brought back as Iron Man. Something would need to happen that would get him back in the field. Now, the, the thought would be that um, he'd create Ultron to try and replace himself in the Avengers. It would go wrong and then he'd have to come out of retirement. Yep. He's out of retirement. Straight away. The second the movie starts. Yep. He's he's Iron Man He's again. Iron Man. Yeah, so, so Iron Man 3... May as well never Now, that might again. just be a case of Joss Whedon going, well, that wasn't very good, let's start again. Which he did a lot of that from Iron Man 2, kind of went, you see the second, like, half of Iron Man 2 may as well not have happened, and also he's getting his original arc reactor back. Yeah. Joss Whedon's a fan of meddling. He dismisses a lot. It, it did feel like um, the Days of Future Past kind of retcon of, of yeah. X-Men 3, of like, yeah, ignore that stuff. Um, now, now, this is going to be a point I need to make for a lot of characters. Um I think I can be vague enough to avoid spoilers. Okay. I don't really think that the big the big three of Cap, Thor, and Iron Man had a whole lot of growth in this movie. I'd say you, you I, meet them at point A, mm. and they're pretty much the exact same at point B. I disagree. Thor kind of goes through a bit. Uh, but then we should oh go God. into... Oh, uh, We've got to talk about something stupid with Thor. Yeah, yeah, we'll, um, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, but, but, like, Thor kind of feels like... And this was said a lot in the interviews, that they're doing a lot of building for Thor Ragnarok, purely because... Whilst Thor 1 was pretty good, Thor 2 was probably the weakest of Phase 2. By, but Okay, Iron Man 2 was bad. 3. So Iron Man 3 was bad, but Thor 2 was weak. Thor 2 was didn't have any substance behind it, whereas at yeah. least Iron Man 2 got us angry. Yeah, yeah, okay. Is it better? To, is it worse to be bad or boring? Yeah. Um, whereas, whereas Captain America, riding high, and continues to ride high through this yes. movie, 
and kind of doesn't ever let down. He's still brutal. I love how brutal they make Captain America because yeah. the way he takes down some of the robots is just oh. you go. It's another oh Disney moment. Oh Disney. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, now, I enjoyed all three of their performances, um, but I just don't think like he he actually that this reminded me of a point. Here's something that I had grievance with. Hmm. Disagreement. Disagreement. Uh, no. Um, Tony Stark creates Ultron as a means to protect the world. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that goes bad because apparently no scientist has ever watched Space Odyssey no. 2001 and know that that's a kind of a bad idea. Yeah. Um, now, if if we'd gone the original comic book route, if we'd gone Hank Pym creates Ultron, we know that it tears away at Hank Pym. Yeah. Tony Stark shows literally no remorse. No. Like, not even for a second. It's kind of like, oh, well, I fucked up. Deal with it. Like, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah, but, but that kind of... Well, again, prior to Iron Man 3, that would have worked because he was very flippant before the Avengers. But then Iron Man 3 was... He didn't really go into this enough, but it was a lot about his, like, PTSD. Yeah. He had post-traumatic stress disorder. He was, like... Remorseful over what he'd done and and stuff like yeah. that. So he, he was like he was scared. Yeah, in this movie, he's kind of like, well, we know what's up there now. We've got to do something about it, mm-hmm. which further proves that Iron Man Three may as well not have happened. It just felt like they they, they did some say we were about Iron Man Three, but it left him in a kind of interesting place at the end. Where you're like, well, where's this going to go? And then it was just completely ignored. Yeah, and like I said, at the end of the movie, I don't think he grew, changed, or anything different. They probably don't want that for Robert Downey Jr. They want him to remain. This works. This, he's like Jack Sparrow now. He has to be kept in character lockdown. Um, but yeah, I, I he, that's that. I think that was one of my major problems. That yeah. I didn't feel like what well, at least as far as those three go. Because I don't even agree with your thought. Okay, it's, it's that was very vague. Out of the main three that can't be touched, it's, it's vague enough. However, if we're talking about the other three, if we're talking about Hulk, um, Black, Black Widow, Widow and, and Hawkeye. Hulk. Now, do we consider the stuff regarding Hulk and the stuff regarding? Uh, Black Widow as kind of spoilery? I suppose so. Maybe, yeah. Okay, let's just talk about Hawkeye. Okay, yeah. If anybody's the black sheep hero of this movie, it's definitely Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye. There's there's a line in um, Hawkeye's like latest stuff, and he's mm. talking to somebody, which is spoilers, yep. um, about how needed he's on the team, and he kind of feels like useless. And this person says back to him, this team needs you more than you realise, yeah. and that's scary. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that that kind of sums up. And Hawkeye does a hell of a lot in this movie concerning the new characters as well. Yeah, he's got I, a huge part in this. I really, really liked it because it was obviously they made a concerted effort. I they saw the kind of backlash, the kind of joke that Hawkeye had become of like, why is he here? He's just an archer. So they clearly made a point of like, right, we can't just waste Jamie Renner for another movie. We have to make him a character. He was enjoyable. It was, but I think I think we were just enjoying it because everything else, like I said, Iron Man, Thor, and Captain were constants. They didn't change. This was a new character, essentially. Yeah, There's nothing like he's in the first Avengers. Um, well, we spent two thirds of the last one being like mind controlled. Yeah, I loved the reference to that as well uh, in this movie. Um, Done the whole mind controlled thing. Kind of not a fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember now. That um, is cool. Yeah, he was. I think he might be my favorite character. The whole movie, I yeah. really, really, really Pretty enjoyed good. it. I think there's one uh, character that really just knocked it out of the park, and he's the best character in the movie for me. It's not Hawkeye. Um, 
people know about about the new character, don't they? Because obviously we know about Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. They've been oh the other other new character, the other other um, new character. Yeah, he's been in the promotional material. So well, we, uh, should we just say? I I don't know. Let's just save it just in case people want to go in completely. Okay, fair enough. Completely clean. Right. Same thing with the the. You could piece together the Hulk and the the Black Widow stuff if you paid attention, but yeah, just in case, just in case it wasn't any of the trailers, so we can avoid. Um, see, Hulk are really good. Um. Don Cheadle was entertaining. Yes, uh, he cameos as War Machine. That's you see him in all the trailers. So yeah, yeah. Um, he's really fun. Yeah, a lot of the cameos in this were were surprisingly nice as well. Yeah, the cameos were, were very strong. Um, unfortunately, nothing from Agents of Shield. No, I wanted Coulson to pop up or even Daredevil. I know that was a very 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 long shot. But yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah um, Falcon's cameo, cool. Um, it, yeah, War Machine's cameo, cool. Marie Hill's cameo, cool. Um, I guess Nick Fury at this point is kind of a cameo. He didn't do a lot. Uh, we but have he did feelings he, towards he did enough. what Nick Fury did. Okay, uh, I know, he did enough is what I'm saying. Yeah. He played um, his part. Once again, the stuff at the end of Winter Soldier may not have just happened for yeah. Nick Fury. It really didn't matter in the ultimate... Um, yeah. and the grand scheme of things. Uh, right, have we left any characters off the bench? Well, we can talk about Ultron now. Yeah. Oh, right, no, we'll, we'll round out the other two kind of... Just we talk about Quick Civil Scar? Yeah, we can talk about them. Um, okay. I think they got lost in the shuffle. I actually don't. I think this okay. is where we will disagree. I, I feel like certainly um, at the point where they are poised to become part of the heroic team, Yes. Um, I kind of felt, especially Scarlet Witch, really did come into her own and really started making an impact. In fact, I think even from earlier on, um, when, she's, like, when she's pretty much aligned with Hydra at the start of the movie. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Baron von Strucker. Oh god! Yeah. Why do you even bother? <laughs> okay, yeah, it's like, oh, here he comes! Here comes Strucker, and he's yeah. cold in the first five minutes. <laughs> I did like his line though. Like, we will never surrender. He turned into a I'm going to surrender. surrender. But <laughs> I think my favorite one was uh, who who ordered the attack? It's the Avengers. Hold them off. It's the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> I love oh, that. Oh, what was the one where he like shoots down the group, the group of dudes? That was. Funny. I thought, yeah, I think we need to have a talk. Good talk. No, not that bit. He not shoots bit. down loads of people in a room and he goes, well, that was fun. And someone goes, no, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> we'll say, just quickly, it's a very funny movie. Oh, yeah. That yeah. bit, Joss Whedon hasn't lost his touch for dialogue. No. I will come into... But there's a caveat. Yeah, that. yeah, definitely. So, what we went about again? <laughs> We're talking uh, about... Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Quicksilver kind of doesn't do a lot. He's kind of just oh. like angry European man for most of the movie. But Scarlet oh, Witch... Those accents. Yeah, I know. But, but Scarlet Witch has way more gravitas to what she's doing. Which which is welcome, I think. She's definitely got a lot more going on in her mm-hmm. head. As much as they do expose a little bit too much for my liking, or a little bit too blatantly, I think grounding them around what happens, as has happened in yep. the MCU, has been done very well. It's not just a case of, we found these two. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. no, no, yeah, you, yeah. you have a very secure semblance of what relationship they have with Tony Stark before they even meet him. Yep. Which is very, very I agree good. with that. Um... I think I think I'm going to enjoy Scarlet Witch more in later instalments, especially Scarlet Witch because I well, think Scarlet Witch got announced to be in Civil War today, yes. so I'm um, happy with her. So they had interesting character quirks, both of them. I'll give them that, but I just think I I have no lasting impressions of any of their dialogue um, apart from one or two lines, and I didn't come away like they weren't present in they weren't at the forefront of my mind after the movie. Sure, okay. I weren't like thinking. Well, they did a really good idea. That could be cool. But, yeah, Scarlet Witch has the potential to be really good, I think. Yeah, really, they've, really they've, good. They've, they've set her up well, but in terms of, like, 
this being her breakout role, I think that's going to come later. That would definitely come. I, um, I think that, that there's real potential for her in Civil War. Yeah. I'm really excited to see her in yep, Civil War. Hopefully they iron yeah. out the accent. Yeah, of, yeah, iron out the accent. Of the two twins, she's definitely the stronger character. Yep, Quicksilver was... Uh, everyone's going to want the comparison, so I might as well do it. Yeah, the, the Days of Future Past one, as expected... Um, had more character, but I actually think the MCU one was more well-rounded and less kind of... It could just fix everything. More well-rounded, yes. Um, yeah, they, they, they dialed back on kind of his... Well, they didn't really dial back on his powers, more so than they didn't show the extent to which he has super speed. Because you see the kitchen scene in Days of Future Past and think... What can't? What can stop him? Yeah. What would ever be a problem? For but this why didn't we take him to the final fight? He could have just like run yeah, up, I mean, pulled his pants down, kicked him in the. It's going to be a lot of how they're going to get rid of that for apocalypse. But that's another argument for another day. Um, yeah, I, I, Aaron Taylor Johnson, uh, just not my favorite actor. No, and we're going to get to another one of my least favorite actors later on. Um, okay, now we have to speak about Ultron. Ultron. Now, okay, what were your feelings towards Ultron? Uh, they ruined him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd go. With I, that. I don't know if I'd go that extreme, but well, I'll, I'll put it to you this way: they set up a cold, calculating, robotic, murderous AI, and then he spent half the movie being a discount Tony Stark. Well, no, he spent yeah. all of the movie being a t- discount being Tony Stark. A, besides his first scene, yeah, he just like I didn't like pretty much anything they did with Ultron. No. And a lot of people were coming out of this movie, like professional reviewers saying, yeah, they now have another strong Marvel character. And I was like, a Marvel villain even, sorry. And I was like, no, you don't. You don't. Not no. so much. Right, I think he's, for better or worse, he's one of the more memorable ones, purely because he was memorable, an even yes. match. That does not well, mean he's good, though. It's not so much... It's Again, it's not like it's hard to crack into the top three of Marvel villains, because you, really, right, you have Loki and the Winter Soldier, and Red Skull, all good. And but then it's kind of like... They're either just a bit mental, like or like Albert Stein and Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke, you had a name? Whiplash. Anton. Anton. Uh, yeah, no, um, Ivan Vanko. Ivan Vanko, yes. Anton like, was, was his, his dad. So yeah, they're either mental or... Uh, and Aldrich King. Okay, all the Iron Man villains are all just mental scientist people. They're all mental uh, versions of Tony Stark. Which yeah. then is what Ultron was. Yeah. Or they're kind of... A uh, mysterious fire way of boredom, like Malekith and Ronan were. Yep. Um, so he's going to be memorable, but he did just feel like it felt like they really could have just had Loki again because yeah. they were not very dissimilar in personality types. There was there was a point in the movie. Uh, it's a point in the movie where the Avengers find themselves in Africa. Yes, in South Africa on the African coast, and his. A conversation with uh, Andy Serkis' character in that movie. Good cameo. Good cameo. Really good cameo, yeah, actually thinking about it, yeah. yeah. His conversation with Andy Serkis there was just You like, can do an accent, by the way. Yeah. In your CV, you should have given... Couldn't do an accent. <laughs> should have given coaching to a certain other yes. members of the cast. Yes. But, but that conversation was just kind of like, why do we bother with the, uh, the CG, making Ultron CG? Why didn't you just make Ultron be literally James Spader? Because it's a more human performance out of this yeah. frigging robot. That I just... There was a more mechanical performance out of another member of the, ca- the cast that was mm. a robot. Yep. I was looking forward to... Because what we haven't had is cool, calm and collected evil, straight line, like, logic, logical... Logical evil. Evil, like, Terminators. They are singularly evil. That's what makes Terminators terrifying. They don't have all this, you know, humour or anything cast onto them. They're just, I'm going to kill you. This is my plan, and I will execute it. They set that tone up in the trailers 
very much. Yeah. And that's what I was looking forward to. We haven't had that. There's nothing wrong with a bit of flair. Like, I don't mind the whole there are no strings on me. I enjoy there are no strings on me. Yes. But... Like, it was when he did that first, like, joke when he's... He couldn't remember what children were. Yeah. I was, I was, I was like, like, oh, oh no. This is going to go downhill yeah. there. I'm always forgetting the word. Don't laugh, you're a robot. <sighs> Stop it. It just felt like they were desperate to try and have another Loki. I think this might be a Whedon problem. Yes. Where he was like... This is what I've said in my review, which you can go and read on the website now. Um... Yeah, nice. Mm. Uh, but Whedon is being too Whedon for Whedon, and this is why yeah. I'm glad the Russos are moving in for Infinity War, mm. so that we can focus on essentially galactic smackdowns. Because they have. Ra- rather than. I mean, Thanos is cocky as all hell. He's not smarmy, though. No. Because well, I mean, you can make Thanos angry, which is good. Because, right, let's just do a straight up comparison. Is Ultron anywhere near as intimidating as the Winter Soldier? Nope. And the Winter Soldier is presumably a lot weaker than Ultron. He has laser beams and he's made of vibranium. He should be indefeatable, but he wasn't scary. No. He was just, you know, wisecracking. Now, it worked for Loki because we already established that was Loki. Well, actually, no, he wasn't very funny in the first four. He had a few lines, but... But his theatricality, yes, like the whole yes, like, flamboyancy was, was apparent. It made sense. But we didn't need that again. It felt like a sequel move of like, well, we have to do it again because it works out in the first one. And I was no. like, no, it didn't. Feel free. Because you're going to go down the whole Avengers disassembled route mm-hmm. by like breaking the team apart, fracturing them ready for civil war, you could have played on that by just having a straight up humans must become extinct in order to save this planet. There's no two ways about it. You're all going to die. No, no, no. Here's the other thing that annoyed me about Ultron. His plan He's stupid. No, it's stupid, but it's evil stupid. But, 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 but it's not right, because... This isn't spoiler, is it? Well, you know Ultron's coming. In, in the beginning, the Ultron... How the Ultron consciousness forms is already incredibly vague. There's a lot of that in yeah. this movie. But it also doesn't make sense by the end of... Like, no. Coming like up towards the final act. It's kind of like, well, how did this... We'll get into that in spoiler yeah. territory anyway. But he goes from naught to evil in no time at all. Yeah, it's like... Like, he's born... Quote unquote. Yeah. And then within, what, 10 seconds, he's like, everything must die and <laughs> yeah. I hate everything. It's cool. I'll, just that comes He's like, hello, I'm Jarvis. Well, fuck that shit, I'm being evil. And he's like, <laughs> oh, what's this? And it's like, that felt rushed. The entire first half act of this movie felt very rushed to like get to action, 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 action. So reading like that, that was stupid. And his plan made, like, very, he's very vague of like, I have to get rid of the Avengers. Why? Because I have to get rid of the Avengers. What, what, why? Because I have to get rid of all humans. Oh, great, okay. Now because, we know where we stand. No, no, that as a plan, still stupid, but made more sense. But the whole, I have to destroy the Avengers, you are what's wrong with this world. They hadn't really done the groundwork for that. Or no. really, they could have done. There's ways to get to that. He could say, I need to bring down humanity. I know you're going to stop me. Therefore, I have to stop you. That makes sense, but that wasn't the plan. No. It was just... The, the plan was, I have been created by murderers, so I'm going to murder the murderers for reasons. It's like, well, not really. Yep, I didn't like a single thing about Ultron. At all. I thought, I thought, okay, they can salvage this in the last act. He's just... This is why Blank Face Ultron, really, like the traditional Ultron... Like, like face ah, ah. Yeah, would have worked. Because I, I thought of C-3PO. Give me it. Because they might have said, well, you know, we need him to move his lips and move his eyes and stuff because he needs to emote. But I was like, C-3PO doesn't move. C-3PO's face is stored throughout all six movies. You can paint whatever emotion you need onto him, though, just through a good acting performance. And they had James Spader. They could have done that. Mm. So I think he had that, and that would have matched up with his cold 
calculate in depth yeah. that he doesn't need to emote. See, it's a pointless he thing. Do, he doesn't need robot lips, robot teeth, and robot eyebrows. What yeah. he needed was just, you are all going to die. That is the, the end voice could, of this. Yeah, and it makes him look soulless. That's yeah. what we wanted. If he's got a moving face, he has a soul. That was what was meant to be the distinction between him and the other robot. That he is just logic. He has no soul. Mm-hmm. So there's that, yeah. Ultron, waste time. Yep, really pretty much. much. Um, right. So, oh, I, I quickly want to say something. For, for those who are wondering, like, are we going to be getting more of what we want, which is the action? Seven huge fight scenes in the space of two and j- just over two hours. I counted. Seven. Opening? Yep. Just think about it. There is seven. Trust me, there is seven okay. major, major oh, fight yeah, scenes. Yeah. And, and you know what? None of them are bad. And All of them are yep. good. Every, if you like the Avengers and you're not as anal about things as me and you are, I think you're going to... Because everyone I watched it with, varying degrees of, of nerdism. But all good. They all liked it, yeah. There was no negative opinions. And I think anyone that's kind of disengaged from the comic books and just wants the pure action of it, it's going to be there. There's a lot of things to carry over. The one shot from the Avengers, the the big long one shot of everybody in action, yeah. is the first shot of the movie. That was cool. Um... What else happened? Yeah, you get Hulk smashing, lots of cool fights, um, comedy strewn for it. Oh, we need to talk about the problem with the comedy. Ah, yes. As I mentioned early on, there was never a sense of like the seriousness taking over, and I think that's because it's funny to a fault. Yeah. It's like, at the start of the movie, when the wise cracking and the ripping into Captain America, it's like, yeah, that, that fits, perfect. because these, pe- these people now know each other. Mm-hmm. When they're literally facing the extinction of an entire country... They yeah. probably shouldn't be wisecracking. And, and neither should the villain at that point. No, the villain shouldn't that be. That would have solved that problem, at least partially, if he wasn't joining in with all the, the fun and games. And I'm not saying it needs to be a miserable movie, but... It, it, yeah, it you just... know what? There's, there's, a, there's a line right at the very end. It's not spoiler, but like in the, in the trailers, like Thor shares, is that the best you can do? In the movie, Ultron responds by getting his shit together and goes, this is the best I can do. And this is all I really wanted to see is you guys struggling to beat me. What he should have been is kind of like, you've pushed me to my absolute limits, now you're going yep. to die. It's like, and stop wisecracking and kill them, so for God's sake. So you just stop momentum dead, and you'd never really get... Like I said, that's just stopped all the rising sense of, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. And it just never happened for me. So I think we you know we have to... I, I think that's everything we can do without being spoilery. Pretty much. So let's let's go back to the start, and okay. I want to reinstate. It is a good movie. Oh yeah, people might think that what they've just heard, <laughs> and logically you would think they probably don't like this movie. No, it's because it's hard to talk about the good stuff for very long because it's not very interesting. It is funny. All the action, all of the action is fantastic. Yeah, no other word about the, the, it. And the fight choreography kind of like takes notes from Winter Soldier. It's much better. There's less of your CGI bullshit and more of just heroes laying the smack yep. down, which is what you Fantastic. want. Fantastic. Um, the new additions of the powers, the super speed and um, uh, which is essentially it's tele- ill-defined set of powers. Telekinesis, essentially. <laughs> Moving your head a bit. He's fast and, and she's weird. Yeah. There we go. Um, cool. And when Ultron's shutting up, he's fine. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a good movie. I just, I personally don't think it was great. It's not, it's, it's pretty good. It's it's a damn fine film, and yep. I think if you disconnect yourself from overanalyzing and going through mm-hmm. like a fine tooth comb, like we do, you'll have a great time. Well, you said you've seen it twice already. Yep. 
And it's only been out two days. It's only been out two it's days. It's only even been out two days properly. No, not really. You saw it twice in the same day. Yep. Um, and the second viewing definitely improves it because now that you're shut off and now that you'll stop worrying about stakes being raised, you mm-hmm. can sit back and you can just take it all in. You can drink in every yep. last moment of this beautifully crafted film. It's it's brilliant. And I have every intention of watching it a second time in the cinema. Absolutely no doubt in my mind that that's not going to happen. So maybe I will in- it'll, it'll be something that grows on me over time but my initial feeling towards its longevity is exactly something that's going to get retroactively a bit less because right now it's just riding the crest of the wave of hype it was always going to get these kind of glowing reviews because Iron Man 3 got this crap right out of the gate and look how that's ended up and I don't think again I don't think it's going to be on Iron Man 3 level because it simply isn't no, because Iron Man 3 is a bad movie whereas this isn't a bad movie well this is the best way I I can probably sum it up I didn't come out of this movie feeling excited I came out now that may be because I had fatigue from watching 8 hours of movies but the first two rocketed by it really didn't feel like I'd been sitting there for 6 hours by the time this started but I came out feeling excited after Winter Soldier I came out feeling excited after Days of Future Past you saw me I was skipping about yeah um, I didn't get that with this movie I was just like cool yeah it's like okay. it was It was like what else you got? it was satisfaction it was like yeah. that was a film Yep. Whereas, like, say, like you after Days of Future, ask me after Guardians, you're like, ah, couldn't contain yourself. And you can't wait for the sequel, and I can't wait for the sequel. It's going to be really exciting and stuff like that, but it's just, it, immediate impact was just like, like a, yeah, one thumb up. Like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> not bad by any means, but not a classic. Yeah. So disconnect yourself, don't let the hype ruin it for you, and you should have a fantastic time. You're probably going to enjoy it more than we did anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, speaking of disconnect, this is the point where if anyone wants to avoid spoilers, off you go, we will wave you goodbye. You've had your thumbs up, you know what to do, now this is for those of you who really want to know what we thought about what this film brought to us. Yes, now, this, now that makes it sound like we better just kick it into a high gear, go, everything shit! No. That's not going to happen, but... But there are problems. Having said that, I do have some thoughts. Yeah. Um, right. Where do you want to start? Shall we go well, we with... Didn't, we didn't mention Hulk and Black Widow. Yeah, Hulk and so, Black Widow. So that's at least two major characters. That kind of felt tacked on. Where did it come from? That really did feel... I'm not saying it wasn't well done in the movie. I'm saying that it was just kind of like, you and Romanov, like, yeah, I missed this as well. When was this ever established? <laughs> yeah, um, just in case people are watching this without watching the movie, um, which you should, shouldn't do, but yeah, they... they Pretty much instantly go to, by the way, Romanoff and the Hulk are kind of, they have a mutual attraction towards each other. Now, that doesn't sound like a terrible thing, no. but um, just by the fact of, in the first movie, everyone was like, well, her and Hawkeye might be a thing. Now, obviously, some way into the movie, you find out um, he has a family, that's not a thing. <laughs> Literally has a wife and three kids. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Um, the wife, by the way, is Velma from the Scooby-Doo movies. No way, is it? Mm-hmm. Holy crap. She's fit still. <laughs> who knew that between her and Daphne, who was played by Sam Michelle Gellar, that somehow Velma would be the hot one. Here's a weird thing. She was pretty hot in the movie. Do you know who Jeremy Renner's just hooked up with? Come on. Elizabeth Olsen. No. Yes! Dude, I Jeremy know. Renner. You it's s- good to be Hawkeye right now. You dirty dog, you. You slight goose. Damn. Okay, well done. Um, let's, have a, let's have a moment of applause. Um, the fitter of the free Olsen sisters. Dude. Okay. okay and okay. he's Hawkeye. And he's Hawkeye. Um, right. Yeah, so, and then everyone thought maybe Cap will be... Yeah, because yeah, of the, the whole, like... Well, it was kind of hinted at, but it was never really pushed to the... F- like, the... 
the full extent of, yeah, this is going to happen type of thing. But they had seeds there, at least. There was none of that planted in the first Avengers. No, because really. Hulk was very much kind of like your, your wild card. Yeah. Whereas in this movie, I, I do like in this movie how Hulk is always referred to as this a cold green. Yeah, that's good. That yeah. was that was cool. Um, but it, it did, because the whole like the lullaby thing. Oh, that was stupid. It was stupid. Come here, let me touch your forearm. <laughs> that will make you... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's like his spot, like in Scott Pilgrim, you touch the back of a knee. Maybe that's his thing. He likes yeah. to his forearm <laughs> touching the... <laughs> what you didn't see was him trying to do the laundry on those... Uh, Huge. It's like, dude, there's all stains in this. And- sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, it, it kind of, it felt very, very tacked on. It felt like they needed to give him a reason to both be there. Now, it did constitute growth, at least for Banner, because at the end of the movie, he's flying away. Hulk is flying away. So I'm like, no, I can't be with this woman because it will make her unhappy. But in terms there's, of... There's quite a lot of the whole, um, are the Avengers monsters as a theme. Yeah. And... Oh, some of the some of the friggin' like sledgehammer lines from Scott uh, from we're Black both, Widow. We're both monsters. No, no, no. The whole like, <laughs> you thought you were the only monster on your team. <laughs> I can't have babies. He's like, what? Oh yeah, I Where forgot about the whole babies thing. Yeah, she's sterile. I was like, right. Why does that make her a monster? No, it yeah, doesn't. They kind of took her from like the strong female independent woman thing, and now she's like, I'm not. I'm a monster because I can't have kids. It's like. Kind of, kind of, probably because you killed all those yeah. dudes. Yeah, and 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 other stuff like the bit where she goes, "I adore you." That felt like yeah. completely at left field. I think it's I'll, also. I'll a tell problem. you what, the, the interaction at the start of the movie um, when they were at the at the, bar. At the, at the house party. Yeah, I really enjoyed that interaction for what it was worth. I, but that's as far as it went for me. The rest was just. Oh, can we please go back? To I didn't really feel though? it. I die. I at no point. I think again because there's there was there was very much like a disconnect between Bruce Banner. And Scarlet Witch, both in Scarlet Witch, Black Widow. I really like that they played on the whole Bruce Banner hates the Hulk and the Hulk hates Bruce Banner. Yeah. I really like the whole bipolar way they're going Oh, yeah, because uh, sorry, I didn't mean to yeah. mention did, Cuny Banner. Cuny Banner, yeah. Um, now that, but it was, yeah, right, I'm going to try and marshal my thoughts here. It just felt like, first of all, there's a, a noticeable age difference between the two, at least from how they're pitched in this yeah. movie. And it, I never felt the chemistry. I never got... I think if it... Had they seeded it beforehand and not just ramped it up immediately in this movie, maybe you could have convinced me of it a bit more. But it felt like... I don't know what it felt like. It felt like Penny and Leonard from The Big Bang Theory. They have no chemistry whatsoever together. It's just that's what the story needed to be. There's no real... You didn't really feel like, yes, this could work as a couple. Even though I said that line, I adore you. I was like, that's not what that Black Widow would say. No. She's cold and calculated. In a bit. Oh, we've seen the, the furore that apparently um, Jeremy Renner and oh, Chris God. Evans... I love... Again, coming back to why Jeremy Renner is the best thing about I Avengers think he's right now. His, his apology for that was just kind of like, I'm sorry that you all got so bitched up about a fucking fictional character. I was like, I love you, Jeremy Renner. I was, I was like, it's a fictional character and she is a bit of a slut. <laughs> yeah, but like they, they said it to be stupid. They were yeah, kind of yeah. like... Oh, she's a bit of a slur and she's got a prosthetic leg and like one ass cheek that doesn't work. I'm like, that's it's yeah. clearly not meant. It's a joke, yes. Yeah. But everyone's like, you can't say that. Yeah, like, yeah, because yeah, Tumblr yeah. happened again. Yes, you can. Oh, grope. Um, that was hilarious. I was like Chris Evans. I was like, oh, that's genius. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I really didn't like what they did with her. I feel like they've taken a step back with Romanoff. Okay, it gave Bruce Banner some growth, which is cool. Now I did think 
in my kind of mind's eye that he was going to tilt the joystick up and just fly up straight. I was thinking that was coming as well. There was another bit where I kind of, my own mind ruined the movie for me, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, I think that's kind of why we give it such a hard time because we've kind of we're trying to forego the movie's conclusion before we hyped up. Well, now there is a problem because I mentioned that I don't think Cap Hulk or Cap Four or um, Tony Stark really have any growth, especially in mind of what we have to do next for Captain America. Yeah, I was going just thinking right at the end of this movie they'll defeat Ultron, but they'll be broken. There'll be a schism. It'll be like um, yes, we did it, but. Well, I don't trust you anymore. They do it twice in the movie, and both times they just kind of go, hug it out, hug it out. Yeah. Yep, yep, then just like... Like, because like, he, he, like, Iron Man says at one point, it's like, we took a hit, but we'll recover. It's like, that's what you needed to close the movie. Yep. Not like the end of the first act, and then like the whole, the precursor to Civil War um, in in Avengers Tower, mm-hmm. like just before the final throwdown, I was kind of like, oh yeah, getting ramped up, like... Iron Man slowly getting his suit together, Cap's punching him in the face. I'm like, this is this is what it's building up to, but it needs to stay like this, and it doesn't. At the end, they're all just chums. They all literally walk off, and you know, he, Tony goes in the car and drives off, and Cap goes speaks. I to think the new that, that and... final conversation, just as Tony was getting his car, needed to be more cold. It needed to be less like, oh, I miss you. Like more, uh, more, bye. more like more like you've got work to do. Get get to it or something uh, like that. Yeah, that's all I think. Again, that's us. Had we not known that Civil War was next. That probably wouldn't have been a problem. No. We would have been completely okay with that. So that is partly a problem for our analysing everything. But I just then feel they've got a lot of work to get done in Civil War because they didn't even leave Tony in a place where you think, yeah, he's going to think pro registration's a good thing. I thought the way they do it is Scarlet Witch would do something so like accidental but still heinous that she was like, no, we need to train these people. But what you have is Tony start Tony start essentially driving away from the Avengers. And then Cap in charge of the Avengers at the end of the movie. So yeah. he's in charge of a registered superhero team. That's like the opposite who, of where who, they both... Who, three of which members, everybody knows who they are. Yep. So, yeah, no. And the other one's Android. Yeah. So they really didn't... They left him in opposite places where they needed to be. So, again, that just kind of irked me slightly. Now, who haven't we... Me- we haven't mentioned the Vision. Well, we just did. We're going to mention the vision. Yeah. Go on. I love the vision. I hated the vision. What? Now, this stems from my hatred of Paul Bettany. Okay, fair I really don't like him as an actor. But he was a deus ex machina given human form. That was kind of the point, wasn't it? No. No, but he wasn't... I don't see him as a character. He's a plot device. That's all he was. Really? Well, okay. You have the floor, Michael. Okay, Try fair. And me. So when obviously when Vision is introduced, uh, when it's Ultron's perfect body, that he, for some <laughs> reason Ultron doesn't want to be a that huge ass bullshit. metal robot. He yeah, wants he to wants be. You want to be Paul Bettany? Wants to be cool. Okay, your choice, mate. Mm. Uh, but <laughs> when he's born, and like obviously we get more stuff about the Infinity Gems and Thor's like, well, we need someone who's worth like the whole like that's it's the it's the foregone conclusion of you're not worthy. Because the big oh shit moment in my cinema was when uh, he picked up the hammer. He picked Did up the everyone hammer. go? <gasps> we had like a stunned, like collective, <gasps> and yeah. then everyone laughed at themselves for being so like. <gasps> we we didn't get that. We got, <gasps> and then there was like a two of people just like, holy shit! <laughs> I was like, I clearly got the nerdier audience. I didn't even clock on straight away. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I, I really enjoyed that moment because... I but, did enjoy the argument they had at the end of, like, Heather's trying to explain it, like, yeah, it's an elevator. Yeah, yeah. Like, you put it in a lift, but the lift's not worthy. No. Like, I love that. But no, when he grabbed the hammer, when he explains to him, he says, he says the, the most... The, the sense of right thing to do 
is to take down Ultron because he will cause he will cause mass deaths. So he says that's the short end of it. I don't think he's good or evil, but he needs to be stopped. And that's when he picks up the hammer. Shows yes, he whilst being logical, he is still <laughs> worthy. It also might just be the fact that he's been born literally ten minutes and he's incapable of any like wrong. Yep. What I can see this amounting to is in a future movie after he's developed his relationship with Scott with um, Scarlet Witch. Which is clearly going to happen. Yes, I did okay the plan to that. That was smart. I, I do think there's going to be another moment where Thor's going to hand him the hammer and he's not going to be able to lift it because mm. he's going to have grown as a character because he's still technically kind of human because he, he's, he's, he's Jarvis. Jarvis. Yeah, he's Jarvis. I think he's on a t- I think he's on a short term time frame because they're he's, gonna, uh, Ultron's coming. Oh, sorry, um, Thanos is coming to pluck that gem out of his head. He's going to be dead. Yeah. So I don't think he's going to see it more than probably Infinity War Part 1. I yeah, don't think, I think, that, I think he's going to be the final beat of Part 1. He's going to be like, Thanos is going to be one gem down. The Guardians are going to be chasing him from the side of the galaxy to come and help them out. Yeah. And Thanos is just going to crush the Vision's head. Dink. Dink. <laughs> no, yeah, like, dink, crush, complete. Universe is fucked. And see you in two go. years. <clears throat> yeah, see you yeah. in two years. Yep. Um, okay. I, I just think... Everything around the vision was dripping with convolution. Every single thing about him was a little bit stupid. For example, right, to explain why the first bit is quite stupid, I have to explain probably my least favourite thing in the entire movie. Whatever the hell Thor was on about with the water, oh God, yeah. that made zero sense and screamed, we need a plot device. Well, we, we now know that half of that was cut out. Because this was originally like an over three hour movie, and a lot of the the visions of Asgard have been cut out, but they right. are on the DVD. Has been confirmed. So maybe a director's cut will make a little. Fantastic! Bit more sense. In four months' time, this this film will make sense. That yeah, doesn't basically. excuse the film not making. No, no, no. It does. There was like some quick dialogue. A lot of that happened in this movie. Of like one less sentence of dialogue to explain a whole lot of bullshit away. You know what it did? It did benefit us giving the Infinity Stones their proper name and actually calling them by yes. names like the Mind but, Gem. But, but, so it does some like uh, there's water spirits on in water and they will help me remember this vision that somebody else gave me who isn't a water spirit. But yeah, so then he goes into the water and has a bath. Um, has a bath and gets electric shot somehow tells him that he needs to go and make the vision that was very 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 poorly handled yeah incredibly so no I think the reason for creating the vision is saying if we can harness the pair of the mind gem then it will be safe from whoever's going to claim them but he had no clue what was in the box he just landed on it and electrocuted it for all they know, that could have yes, been Ultron. They put him in stasis, and then here comes this twat with his electric hammer to wake him back up. Yeah, again. that bit doesn't make sense. But, like, the reason for the Vision's creation, like, context aside, is like, we need a weapon. The Mind Gem is a weapon. If it's good, it's good. Awesome. It is good. Fantastic. We win. But how would he have known that Vision wasn't just going to go and kill everything immediately? Eh, I don't know. I don't it's know. just, right. It's, 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 it is Deus Ex Machina, but I thought Can't that believe. was the reason. But then, right, so then, yeah, this is why I think he's just a plot device, because then he goes up to Ultron, and he puts his hand on his head and deletes Ultron from the internet, and then he passes out until he's necessary right at the end to come back and do some fighting. Yeah, but you can't say that his fighting wasn't brilliant, because it was. You got a taste of his phasing powers, yeah. like he phased into that robot and then tore it from the inside. He did a whole cool head beam, like, yeah. like devil shit. To did fucking... some cool stuff. I just think, again, just taking off this movie, not doing it by future potential, because of course they can go and fix it. Paul Bettany's a trained actor, there's a chance I might like him. You know, you I know have what? never before. I know you don't like Paul Bettany, but Paul Bettany's kind of like, 
weird robotic style of acting fits the vision. He does, but he's a dick. I know he's a dick, but yeah, like his style dick. of acting fits an animal. Okay, okay. That's what I'm saying. He's he's yeah. I the believe him as the character. I just didn't like. I don't like him, and I didn't like the character in this movie. Okay. He did have some cool fighting stuff, but so did Ultron. That's the distinction we have to make here. And yeah, so I, I couldn't really agree with any of that stuff. I um, really enjoyed the vision well, for what it was worth. That's fine. But we'll respect um, agree to disagree. Uh, right. What's left? Um, what happened? We oh, Quicksilver! Oh, yeah! Ah! Didn't, didn't call it, but... No, like... um, I had money on War Machine. I was convinced from the start, War Machine is not making out of this movie. When he reappeared for the final part, I was like, well, that's Don Cheadle Oh, there's another piece of stupid oh, plot. Oh, Fury. Oh, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s back. Winter Soldier what may not have S.H.I.E.L.D. Happened. isn't back, really. Uh, yes, he is. No, he's dressed hel- as the hel- yeah the helicarrier is back. Shield isn't back. There's a few. There's a few agents. It will come back, but there's a few agents on that helicarrier, and it's the new Avengers Institute but, at the but, end. But 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 right. We spent an entire movie removing Shield from the from the from the playing field, and we still have an ongoing television show about there being no real Shield. I mean, Shield's in the show, but it's a tiny speck compared to what it used to be you mean to tell me that that um, uh, Nick Fury never bothered to mention to Coulson oh by the way we still have a helicarrier would you like it <laughs> I know you've got to go out and fight Hydra but you know oh you've got that big cool plane thing you don't need the helicarrier that was just that was Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, no one's going to be. All over. Yeah, but production-wise, they're not going to be able to film in the helicarrier for. I get that, but it just—that's a logic train of like. They call some say it's too cumbersome. We need to be stealthy. We can't use the helicarrier, but it's good to know it's there. You could say, oh, maybe you said that off-screen, but then what was the point? It just felt like, again, let's just ignore the end of Winter Soldier. We have a helicarrier now. It's convenient to us to have a helicarrier now. Everyone get on. I think the Age of Ultron, uh, Age of Shield episode. Will hopefully answer some of these questions. Is there going to be seen, one? There is one. Um, I ha- obviously we haven't seen it yet. Business. Yeah. Um, I thought Coulson was going to show. Up. I, I, I expected a lot more of uh, like out of movie ca- cameos. Yes. Or um, at least mentions or throwaways, and the kind of wasn't. And no. not that I'm disappointed, because again, that is very much first world problems. But I kind of felt like I could have written them in myself. I I thought for certain that. Vision, sorry, um, Ultron was going to use the fact that, you know, Coulson's not dead. He, um, Fury lied to you. Coulson is continuing to lie to you by not telling you he's alive. Shield's good. We don't know if Hydra's still a thing. All of it is lies. That's something, that's a, a, a pawn he can use to break up the Avengers and to cause clashes between them. Yep. But he didn't. No. He just made some dad jokes. Um, yep. So quickly back on Quicksilver. Oh, Quicksilver, yeah! <laughs> so yeah, I called. War Machine. I called War Machine, and then half when um, Widow was approaching Hulk, like because Hulk had done his job and he was just thrashing around, and then they got shot at. I was calling Widow. I thought she's not being yeah. cast in Civil War yet. This, and obviously we know that whoever dies in the MCU doesn't stay dead. Yeah. So it, you could still bring her back. It'd be fine. You could lobotomize her again. Maybe they could forget what happened. I, again, yes, that's all. I and, I, and I thought Widow's going to bite it, even just temporarily. And then Quicksilver bought it. I was like, well, oh, okay. I, I also thought, well, maybe Hawkeye isn't long for this world. He's got a wife and they, kids. They, they flagposted that too much. I thought that was too obvious. Was just kind no, of... but I was like, I thought, if he says I'm two days away from retirement, then I'm pretty sure it's going to be him, um, especially since he's pregnant. But yeah, Quicksilver. 
you you watch it again and there was a lot of flag posting towards Quicksilver. I missed it. Like he gets skimmed by a bullet. Yeah. Hawkeye oh, yeah, yeah, threatens yeah, yeah. to shoot him in the head. I think it's an incredibly smart move. Yes, I think it was pretty Because well it done. removes the question we have over the Quicksilver and the X-Men universe in Apocalypse. That what problem couldn't he solve? Well, now he's dead. He can't solve any problem. Yeah. So they had him for one movie. He got to have a cool flashback. And his death serves multiple purposes. It means they don't have a superpowered thing for when he's actually fully in the team for whatever they've got to fight in Infinity War Part 1. Plus it means now that Scarlet Witch has a reason for being mental, which is what she needs. Yeah. And now, she, now she can hook up with the Vision. And that now she can hook up with the Vision. Oh, that's going to be weird. That's going to uh, be strange. <laughs> that's going to be a psychic affair like Emma and Cyclops all over again. Probably. Anyway. Um, yeah, that, that was the most surprising thing in the entire movie. Yeah, like, whoa, okay, I didn't see that coming. Um, didn't see that coming. But other than that, I don't think there was many surprises. No, it, it was it was quite formulaic for what it was. Can I just tell you what I thought was going to happen right at the very end? Go on. When they said, we've got to go and get the new Avengers, and um, Black Widow and, and Cat walked through the door. Yeah. And I was like, right, there's Falcon, and there's War Machine, there's Scarlet Witch, and there's the Vision. I thought, right... If there's even a flash of blue and white, sorry, blue and red with some webbing on it, I'm gonna lose my shit. He didn't need to say a single goddamn word. Yeah. Or I thought the po- the credit sting was gonna be like you see just a webbed hand knocking on the door of the Avengers Institute and say you're hiring. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was like I I, I felt like a, a sudden. It didn't happen for the rest of the movie. I felt like a sudden urge of excitement, like, oh, yeah. God, well, it's going to be in the new Avengers. Is this technically, is it the new Avengers at the end of this movie, or is it the Avengers at the end of this movie? Well, they never refer to it as the new Avengers, but... But it is the lineup from the new Avengers. That is going to be the Avengers going Thorf, because um, Thor facts off. Um, yeah, Thor's, Thor's facts off, Iron Man's facts off. By the time you get to the end of Infinity War Part 1, it's going to be kind of like, right, we need to get the old gang back together. Then you'll have the old gang and the new gang and the Guardians and the Defenders. Well, we have to see who's going to get a Civil War first. Mm-hmm. I think once Civil War and Ragnarok have taken the toll, that that's going to be responsible for a well, lot of deaths. Well, not that I want stereotype, <laughs> but the two black guys are back for a Civil War. One of them's going to bite it. I, I, they, they survived this one. They, they survived... Death by robot. The white died. I know. The white died. In, 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 a, in a movie full of white men, one of them died. It's fantastic. Breaking all the Yay! conventions. Whites died. Race war. No. Race war. Oh, there was something I wanted to mention. It's gone there. That's something. Yeah, Hawkeye doesn't seem to be in the new Avengers, but he's going to be in Civil War. Um... Oh, what was going to mention? That's really annoying me now. I'm sorry. Was it? I mean, so, so, so we we've got a lot of a hell of a, hell of a lot of setup for Thor Ragnarok. That's that's in the stone. We've got our setup for Black Panther because Ulysses Claw yes. finally introduced, it's, it's played just, by Andy Serkis. You spotted something. Yes, no one else did. I did. Don't tell people about it. Yes, uh, obviously now the Jarvis is the Vision. Tony Stark needs a new AI. <laughs> and the one inside you on was an Irish woman. Yeah, Friday. That I I couldn't find a comic book reference to that, by the way. But one of the other AI cards uh, was labelled Jocasta. Now, for those of you who read the comics, mm-hmm. you'll know that Jocasta is the female Ultron. Ah, foreshadowing, he can come back and probably have a better personality this time. Who knows? I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not going to put my money uh... on it. So, yeah, so the, the, the framework for... Black Panther, for Civil War, for Infinity War, uh, and another movie. As I said, Civil War. Yeah, Civil War, Civil Ragnarok. War, Ragnarok, Black Panther, Infinity War. There we go, that's four movies set up by this movie. No Ant-Man nods. No Ant-Man nods, I did expect one. E- even just like, we could call Pym, 
like just that would have been he enough. He's just the bastard child of, of the Marvel universe. That movie at the minute, he just sits in this awkward like cusp between like, two movies. Yeah, between like, phase two and three. Like, we don't know what to do with you. I'm so sorry. It's just yeah. Um, I really have a good point to make, and it's completely gone. I'd well, shall we talk course. about the stinger? What to say? If that's that's, that's the still problem. Coming. That's the problem. Thanos is still coming. I suppose. Uh, right. It got to the point now where they've kind of their own worst enemy in that they gave away so many good things in these stingers, like the Winter Soldier one giving us their first look at Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. And now they've kind of, they've reached a point of no return where if they don't have any, there's going to be blood and murder and stuff. But how often can you give something that shocking away in a poetry scene? So, now, what I'm going to say, like, I'll just, t- I'll just tell the listeners, what we saw was a... Infinity Gauntlet with no gems in, being picked up by Thanos. Thanos says, fine, I'll do it myself, and that's your lot. That's the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Here's my version of it. This is why I think we need to start that podcast where we uh, pitch stuff. Because I've pitched the much better version of that scene. Go on. Picture this. Instead of opening on just on just the Infinity Gauntlet, you open on Asgard. Yeah. You cut to the throne room. One of, the, one of your Asgardian warriors barges in, says, Sire, we, there's been a break-in. You, you pan round, Thor is sitting on the throne. And he, uh, he and he says, I'll deal with this myself. Evacuate the area. Thor makes his way down to the uh, Odin's trophy room. Od- By the way, Odin's still in the Odin sleep at this point. Right. Or has gone into the Odin sleep. Right. That's, that's kind of like a foregone conclusion. Yes. Um, as the doors open, Thanos is standing at the other end of the, uh, the corridor, like next to the casket of ancient winters. Thor comes in. Then I says, as per our agreement, I'm here to pick it up. Thor turns into Loki. Loki says, I'll honour this agreement. Turns into Odin and unlocks, like, the big, the big bad, the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. Thanos picks it up, tries it on, looks at it, smiles. Odin turns back into Loki. Loki says, now I'm curious, where is it you're going next? Thanos says, Nowhere. Cut to black. That works. Well done, Michael. Well done, man. Well done, Michael. That's beautiful. Um, yeah, that's much better than. Oh, I'll do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's like for fuck's sake, I'll do it. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, I think what would have been even better if he picked up the gauntlet and went a fuck wrong hand. <laughs> Quick question. Go on. There's five stones in the gauntlet, correct? Uh, six. Six. There's okay. one on each knuckle and one in the middle. Right. Okay. So we've got uh, the ether. The Eva, Tesseract. Tesseract. Mind Jamming Vision's head. Mind Jamming Vision's head. The purple gem, presumed to be the Power Stone in Guardians. Yep. We are two gems out. Right. One of them... Now, now it's, it's a problem because the gems are time, space, mind, reality, power, and... Sod, I can never remember the last one. Time and space, reality, mind, power, and the sixth one. I forgot. Soul? It. Soul! Soul gem. Now, we all thought the soul gem was the one that was going to go into vision. Turns out it's the mind oh, gem. It's the mind gem. Right. So, we presume that the Tesseract is the space gem. Makes sense to be the space calls. gem. The ether's the power... Wait, no. The purple one's the power gem. Presumably, but it could also be the reality gem, just purely because it can destroy planets. Well, then what would the ether be? Well, if... Oh, that's a good point. I don't know if... The ether was more power than... It was more power. It definitely wasn't soul. I believe that the soul gem is going to be a big part of uh, Doctor Strange. That yeah. That's my call. Or time. 
or time. Hmm. Time's a hard one to feed into any of them. I reckon... Oh, sorry, go on. Hey, you stop the Ragnarok, you turn back time with a gem. Hey! I was going to say it was going to, like... Can't turn back time, actually. I, th- I was going to say it was just going to appear in the Guardians, like Thanos was just going to go one down at the start of the movie or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that could work. Um, right. Well, that's that done. Yeah. Wait, was there a Stan Lee cameo? Yes. Yes, he was. He was in Drunk the, as fuck. Yeah, the, yes, uh, yes, yes. In the past. I even said to somebody before this, I was like, we should have watched all the Marvel movies and just, like, taken shots from every see. Standy, and then he took a shot. This <laughs> <laughs> is some forecasting I have. I had a really good point, and I apologise that I can't make it because it's gone from my head. Um, hopefully, I'll mention it somewhere in my review, which you can read on uh, thegoodreadsdog.co.uk. There's also the um, all you need to know about the Avengers article from a few weeks ago if you'd like to catch up on that. And you can get my extended views on fansentertainment.com. You can go and read that article right now. That is the Pop Culture Club review of Avengers: Age of Ultron, and you've been listening to the Pop Score review. Of Avengers Age of Ultron. Thank you very much for listening. For more from us, you can go to our Twitter, that is at FowlyNT, to Facebook, so it's facebook.com forward slash FowlEntertainment, and of course, FowlEntertainment.com. Uh, I have changed my Twitter handle. Ah, I'm now at the Guttridge. Okay. That's the G has died. I mean, I still love it. I still have that handle. I put a, I went and got it. Um, but yeah, I'm at the Guttridge. You follow at Guttridge Log to follow all the Twitter updates, and yeah, thegutridge.co.uk for all your Guttridge needs. Guttridge. There we are. Keep it tuned to FowlEntertainment. Don't tune the internet, Michael. Shut up. Keep it dialed. You don't even you dial it. Dial the internet. Clip. Keep it locked. Keep it. Keep it locked. Ah, oh, that'll do. Keep it locked to Fallon's statements in the future for more Marvel stuff. I'm assuming our next uh, outing on Popscorn is probably going to be Ant Man. If unless no, anything sure comes more than that. When's well, that? When's Ant Man? Ant Man is July. Ah, June. June. Jurassic Sorry. World. Jurassic World. Oh God. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> that could be a that could be a thing. They're probably so, is Mad Max. It? I don't watch Mad Max. Yeah, I'm, I, I don't I'm, watch Mad Max. I'm, 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 I'm okay. flipping towards Mad Max. Never mind. But we'll see. Oh well, there'll probably be more Marvel stuff in the future. So we will see you in the next. There'll episode. probably be more Marvel stuff in the future. <laughs> wow, that's an understatement. In other news, the grass is green and the Pope shits in the woods. Bye, everybody. Yes.